Sometimes you have to be alone. You have to learn how to be alone. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to force a relationship to try and make it work because you want somebody there by your side, sometimes you're the only person that's good for you. Yes. <laughs> so how was uh how was your Hanukkah? Hanukkah was good. Um, spent some time with family and stuff. So, you know, we got a lot of gifts. I'm super excited. I actually have a lot of gifts that are gonna be coming in the mail. Unfortunately, the mail right now is just not, not it. Like the packages the mail are slow. Is something else yeah. currently. How was your Christmas? It was nice. I went home, saw the fam. My brother came home from college. I was super happy to see everybody. And, like, for once, it just felt so nice being home, away from work, away from my apartment, and seeing even my, like, my grandparents, my aunt, uncle, cousin. It just felt, like, it it felt normal in a time of, like, not normal. Yeah, of course, (laughs) of course. Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the In the Feels podcast. Uh, We're so happy to be here to talk about a bunch of different topics today. Um, Rachel, you know, I love hearing about your week's. Obviously, Christmas just happened. Obviously, Hanukkah just happened. But what everybody's probably really interested in is what is going on with this mysterious dude that you're talking to? Oh, God. So, as I mentioned before, you know, we took the two weeks. Well, I mean, like... Sort of took the two weeks because he's still he's <laughs> yeah, still at home. He's still at home. And, like, home is uh, on the other side of the U.S. currently. Okay. So, um, yeah, he's still there. We talked occasionally. Um... It's just confusing, though, because one moment I think he's into me, and then the next moment I'm like, dude, what what is going on? Like, Christmas, he tells me he misses me, says Merry Christmas. Next few days, he's asking me how my family is, how life is, and just how I'm enjoying the holiday. Next day, he's telling me that he can't wait to come back, his birthday's soon, Um, we're going to celebrate it together. He's telling me that, um, he's just teasing me about different subjects. And I just don't get it because he's sending signals. And, like, you've seen the screenshots. Uh, like, I don't get it. Because then the, the next two days, I hear, like, maybe three texts in total from him. And I'm just sitting there thinking, um, I don't know. The thing is, is I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I am sure that he is currently busy. So, I just, I don't know. I'm just trying to, to go with the flow. Yeah, you know, I think you definitely have to have the conversation um, that we talked about. I don't want to do it. I mean, you know, it, I feel it, like it's, every, the, it's the worst I conversation to have. I agree. Everybody but at, at the same time, like, you know, we talked a lot about that type of ordeal last week. And, um, and, and a few, like, over the last course of the last few weeks... We've talked about it. And, like, the thing is, is, like, you know, it's great that he's texting you all the, all these things. And it's great that, you know, it's it sounds like he, he is into you. But, like, you just have to question, like, you know, what are what are his intentions and what are what are his motives? No, I get that. And I agree. The talk does need to happen. Just because it's not fair to you to kind of be like, oh, this guy, like, you're thinking about this guy so much. Like, oh, he wants to do this. He wants to do that. But, like, 
it's just not fair if he's not really willing to actually... It feels like a relationship without the label at this point. Yeah, which, you know, you definitely have to get to know somebody, but, like, at least have... The communication has to be together. It does. It's been, like, seven months of getting to know somebody. Yeah, but, you know, some people need to take a little bit more time than others, but... Yeah. You just have to... I just, like, I don't know if you do this, but sometimes I get through these these moments of, like, just impatience where I'm, like, what is going on? I just want to know this. And then other times I'm, like, going with the flow, like, okay, this is good. Like, I don't need a label. I don't really want that. Like, this isn't something I need in my life yet. It's just, like, the flip-flop back and forth in my head is just, oh, it's insane. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I think everybody gets like that. You know, so you just kind of want to live in the moment. But then, like, when you're really living in the moment, everything's good. You just kind of think to yourself when you're by yourself sometimes, like, yep. all right, what's actually going on? So, yeah, I think you have every right to deserve to know what the stakes are. And I think that you guys just have to be back on the same. I'm not saying you guys aren't on the same wavelength, but obviously there's some type of, you know, communication that needs to happen moving yeah. forward. Um, and, you know, I, I really hope that it all works out for you. I really do. Um, I'm pushing for you. And I mean, I just think that you deserve a good guy f- for once. So I know. Let's hope. I mean, even if it doesn't work out. You've always told me this, and this is something I'm such a big proponent of. It always happens for a reason. So if we're meant to go any further, then it's meant to happen. If not, then I'm sure there's something better around the corner. Yeah. And truthfully, it's been nice to have these two weeks away. Just to know that, like, they're not there and that I am, like, doing my own thing and I am going to see my family and... Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely nice to kind of take the time for yourself, so, It's been I mean, so nice, and that's the thing, like, being away has, like, cleared my mind. It re- it's back to when I had nobody to talk to. When right. When I was, like, flying solo, like, didn't have anyone interesting. Yeah. Like, it's kind of nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling uh, to kind of regroup your head, regroup yourself, because yeah. then it kind of takes you away from that that little phase that we like to call the cloud phase. Oh, I miss being in the clouds. Leave me up there. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. So that literally that that's pretty much it. My, my experience has been via text. So not, not too much to really report on, but what about you? So, you know, I'm, I'm, ha- I'm hanging, I'm um, chilling, um, still FaceTiming, you know, Sarah from time to time and Mm -hmm. it's really nice um you know we talk a good amount and I think that's great uh where I'm at right now is I'm kind of just and I I already communicated this you know I'm I'm trying to dip my feet in the water a little bit um I'm trying to see you know if if the I'm trying to see uh you know what's good I I kind of want to you know, continue, continue to see where things, things go, but also in a, with good communication. Right. Um, I don't want to sit here and, you know, lead somebody's expectations, but like, I, I like where things are kind of leading off to, you know, I think in-person hanging out is really important and I think that's going to happen pretty soon, hopefully. Oh. So with that being said, it's that's, that's good. Yeah. You know, it's a little, little mini development, but I'm, I'm not steering away from anything, you know, I'm still out here doing you know, me working and constantly grinding on bettering myself, so... You are very you know. much grinding currently. Yes, very much so, um, you know. I don't know when you sleep. 
uh, depends. Last night, I was, I was really upset. Last night, I could not fall asleep. So it's a good thing I, I, you know, was able to work from my house today. That's weird. You know, I couldn't fall asleep either. I was watching Seinfeld, and I was just like, oh, man, why can't I sleep? I was watching Seinfeld, too. Shout out Mitchell. We watched Seinfeld together. Oh, my God. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, we, uh, we're big chilling right now. Nothing too crazy. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is nice to kind of get to know somebody. It's nice to be back kind of on that you know, pace of trying to learn about new people. It's fun. It's like, it's that exciting feeling of, oh my gosh, I don't know this person. Is this someone that like, I'm really going to click with? Like, I think that's always the like fun initial stages of talking. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be interesting to see what, what progresses. Um, I'm, I'm open for, for anything. And like I said, I'm just keeping my communication wave like on point because Good. if I if I don't then it's it's just not right to the other person but it's also not right to myself so right now like I said dipping my feet in the water trying to see what's good and you know that's that's what's going on but I uh want to ask you or talk to you about um you know a few different topics tonight we got a nice list of topics tonight so I'm really excited to get into it that's and cool. the first topic that we're going to be discussing tonight is pretty important. I think a lot of people should should know about it or hear about it. Scared to be alone and people forcing relationships because they're scared to be alone. Have you ever had that experience before in your life? Do you know anybody that you were close with that kind of had that experience? Yeah, actually, um, one thought that comes to mind, one experience actually was with a good friend. And she and I would have these conversations where she was almost basically admitting that she was with her boyfriend because she was afraid to be alone or afraid she wasn't going to find someone else better. And I would ask her, like, does he, like, is he exciting? Do you feel that spark? Like, is this somebody that you feel like you're going on adventures with every day or you're excited to talk to or wake up and text? Like, just different, you know, different things like that that you really feel like you need in a relationship to keep it exciting. And she would tell me that, she felt bored, but she had met so many sucky people in the world and sucky people that she had talked to that she was just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm just going to stay with this. And she's still in the relationship actually, but the fact that she didn't want to be alone or had that fear that she was going to be alone. And so she stayed with somebody that she felt was boring, like still baffles me. And at the time, I was just like, I, I can't do that. Like, I can't, I can't imagine staying in a relationship because I'm afraid to be alone. That's just not me. I just can't imagine, like, wasting my time. Like, yeah. time, like, you could be taking that time to better yourself. Better yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, everything. Right. And instead, you're just forcing something that, in the long run, you're not even going to want. So, like, I don't understand why people do that. You know, sometimes you have to be alone. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Sometimes you have to be alone. You have to learn how to be alone. Yeah. Um, instead of trying to force a relationship to try and make it work because you want somebody there by your side. Sometimes you're the only person that's good for you. No, I get that. And I think a lot of people don't understand that. I know several people that have, you know, maybe moved on from a relationship like from a two-year relationship have moved on in like a matter of days or weeks and it's just like 
and they're still in that relationship. And my question is, is like, you know, do you really love like like that person, love that person? Um, I use love as a loosely term. I think that you shouldn't be throwing that term out. No, but it like, takes me months before I'm saying I love you to someone. Months, gosh, uh, you know, sheesh. I mean, I agree, months definitely. But yeah, you know, I I don't understand why people feel the need that like. If they're alone, it's going to be the end of the world. I think they bring up a valid point because I know so many people, so many people when I was in college, they would just jump to the next relationship. So you'd be sitting there and you'd be like, oh, I heard so-and-so broke up with so-and-so. And then like two weeks later, you're like, oh, they're dating somebody or they were with somebody else because they were trying to like transition to the next person. You're just like, what the heck were you doing? Yeah. And like, I question like... How do you go from a two-year relationship, if you really, really like that person, or you even love the person, how do you just jump into something new, and you're already, like, yeah. lovey-dovey with the person and stuff, you know, unless you already had it planted in your mind and that I you were that, trying to leave? That's the thing. Like, I think a lot of people have moved on emotionally, and they're just like, all right, here's the next relationship, because I don't want to be alone. But, like, you know what? I will say, it is hard. When you think about it, when you think about any relationship... The first thought that comes to mind is, dang, do I really want to do this? I, you know, I might feel like I am going to be on my own again. And if you've been in a relationship for a very long time, that idea of being alone is kind of scary because you're relearning how you were before, which which is a good thing yeah. because you should be an independent person. But I, I know people who, and even myself, like I was a bit scared. But you just got to take that blind leap of faith sometimes if it's not right. The blind leap of faith is very important. You know, I, I would rather, I always tell myself, you know, I'd rather be alone than have a bunch of fake people looking at me or hanging out with me and stuff yeah. like that. And like, you know, I say that more with, with friendships, but like as far as relationships, I'd rather be alone than for something that I know is not going to work out in the end yeah. while I'm kind of trapped in that relationship, which brings me to ask you this you know what what happens like have you ever felt trapped in something before yeah but that's because of my own person like that's my personality uh-huh. because it's not necessarily that i'm i'm feeling trapped like oh my god i can't get out of this it's more so i feel trapped because i am so afraid of failure like i do not want to fail and I will feel trapped in a relationship because I don't want to be the individual who goes around to my friends saying it didn't work out. Because to me, it feels like I failed because I picked the wrong person or maybe I didn't do something right or maybe I didn't stand up for a certain thing. And just with my own mindset, it's just like so hard to overcome that hurdle within me. So then I, I get this idea of like, I should stick it out, I should keep trying, and then that's when you're just, like, trapped in a corner, like, okay, how do I approach this now? I get so much anxiety with that. Like, I, it's it's only happened uh, to me one time, and I think a lot of it, with the anxiety as well, just kind of builds up to, like, oh my gosh, like, you know, what if there's nobody, you know, better or like, how do I end this without hurting the person's feel? So many reasons for being in that trapped mindset. And like, you shouldn't have to feel like you're trapped in something. You know, it sucks when you hurt somebody's feelings. But 
I, and this is something that I need to personally grow with, which I think I have at this point because I'm talking about stuff that was like already three, four years ago. Yeah. But you just can't be afraid to take that leap of faith. Right. And also, you know, it just ties in with sometimes you just got to figure yourself out and be alone and, and doing that will, you know, help you feel like I've definitely gotten out of a relationship before where I've just been like, thank God. Like, and that sucks to say, but like, it's true. Like I I've been like, wow, like, thank you. Like I really felt like kind of trapped and uh, it's just difficult sometimes to deal with that, that anxious feeling like, oh my gosh, like what if there's nobody better? What if I can't find anybody? How am I going to deal with being alone and all this other stuff? So it sucks when you have that trap feeling. I, you know, and you bring up a point. That's something that I I struggle with and I don't struggle with. But I also, I think it's important to find yourself. And that's why it's so important to be alone. Because a lot of times when you date somebody, this can happen. And this has happened to a lot of people. You lose your identity and you guys become one identity and and like that doesn't happen in every relationship but like there's a lot of relationships that i know where you become so and so and so and so it's no longer like just like rachel or just scott it's rachel and scott and that's like that's great to happen but sometimes you start to like take on that person's personality that your significant other and being alone you get that time to really sit there and think like this is who I am, this is who I want to be, and in a relationship, this is what I want, and this is, like, who I want to be in the relationship. Yeah, I, I just, you know, it. I wish I had some, you know, a, a clear vision on, on being trapped. You know, I haven't been in that situation for a while, but I think a lot of that is because I've taken the time to kind of find myself and also... Uh, take the time to really get to know somebody before I jump into something. So that's why I don't understand how some of these people, they jump right into relationship, relationship, because then it's like, well, what happens if like you wake up one day and it's like, oh God, like, why am I jumping? And why am I in this right now? It just hurts yourself and it hurts the other person too. See, for me, it's a little more, it's a little newer because I had just gone out of a relationship and I'm rediscovering who I am again. And that's something that's so important because I did feel a bit trapped because I was I was sitting there like, I don't want to give this up. I don't want to fail. But I also don't know what it's going to be like afterwards. And I sat there and now it's time for me to be on my own and reinvent myself. And like, I bring up this dude or whatever, but I, I really do like being independent. I really do like having my own personality. I like taking blind leaps of faith to understand who I am and who I want to be. Yeah, I, I think that's I think, important. Yeah, I think it's important for everybody. I think that's very important. And I think that, you know, it's just, oh, dude, that, that trap feeling, like, when I'm thinking about it, it just, it's such a, such a scary feeling. It is, because you lay in bed at night and you look over the ceiling and you're like, what do I do? Or how do I get how out of How do I get bed? out of it? Yeah. I've, I've, I've been there and i've thought that many times and honestly if you are thinking like that you know i think it all just red flag it is a big red red flag and like i just think that you really need to distinguish to yourself what you actually want out of everything if you're if you're thinking that way you should never have to feel trapped in something if you're feeling trapped in something that means that you gotta 
somehow find a way to pull yourself together and yeah. tell the person that it's should, really not working out. Yeah, I agree. You should be excited and loving every minute of it, not feeling like you're trapped. Absolutely. We interrupt your program for the following sponsor. This episode of the In the Fields is sponsored by Against the Current Ministries. Against the Current is a therapeutical counseling business that just started their own podcast, combining spiritual and relational tips in order to help you when you are feeling anxious or down. If you or anyone you know has anxiety and depression, this podcast is for you. Go to Apple Podcasts and type in Against the Current and start listening today. Thank you. So red flags, that's definitely a red flag. And I have to ask you, like, what are certain red flags to you? In a relationship in general? Yeah. Oh, God. If he doesn't... Okay, so we're going to start from the beginning. Like, And, like, we'll bounce off of this one. Okay. Talking stage. Let's start with the talking okay. stage. Okay. For me, in the talking stage, if they are talking about just themselves and they're not asking me any questions and I'm asking them questions like, oh, how's your day? Or, oh, like, this is just a stupid question. Like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And they respond like, oh, Forrest Gump. And then, like, do- like doesn't ask you, doesn't follow up with a question. Like, that's when I'm sitting there thinking, like, red flag. Are they really that interested? Are they trying to get over somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, what is the game here? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Anybody that sends me, like, answers like that, I'm kind of just like, or all right. Or one-word answers. Oh, it yeah, drives one- me crazy. The thing is, though, is that some people are just really not good at texting. And I'm going to be honest, like, from what it seems like, at least from my experiences, I've had experiences this past week where, like, you know, or the last, you know, two weeks. Yeah. Am I, like, doing something wrong because I'm asking you about yourself? Like... Yeah. I've I've gotten blocked I think twice oh, now <laughs> by people. One of them I think was a bot. And by bot I mean like it wasn't a real person, it yep. was just whatever's going on. And then the second one was an actual real person. And my favorite thing was is like I saw this person we were in like the same kind of Facebook group and she commented on something that was talking about like, you know, show like a picture of yourself and say where you're from and stuff. It's for like a dating thing. Mm-hmm. And I just remember looking at it. I looked at it last night, and I was just like, what What did I do, like, wrong? Like, what was the red flag that, like, made you be like, all right, what, did I tell you what I did? Was that the red flag, like, what that I do for a living? Get so scared. They don't know how to deal with it. I don't understand that, but, you know. It's it, also a maturity thing. Yeah, it's definitely a maturity thing, but I just want to know, like, what, what on happened? earth that I said yeah. that made this girl be like, I all right, really, I got to block this guy. Even from, like, my perspective as a female, I don't understand what happened there. All I can think is, like, she was a little immature and she was just like, I don't know what to say. Um, I don't know if I'm really into him, so I'm just going to block him so I don't have to deal with it. Yeah. I think another red flag for me is, like, still in the talking, you know, phase when they're talking about their previous relationship too much oh i had a guy let me tell you tinder back in freshman year of college tinder is the worst it is i feel like tinder a lot of times and i was actually talking to a co-worker now Uh, keep in mind this man is engaged after eight months on a tinder date that's crazy i think they actually got engaged like six or seven months it's okay but it seems crazy but that's not me saying that anybody out there that like meets somebody in eight months falls in love and i mean wants to marry them like that's your own own ordeal yeah. but like for me 
I just personally wouldn't do that. I don't think eight months is a long only, enough time. The only thing is, is uh, I think it was, I think it was actually seven months. He probably told us he was he was telling us how he was so lonely and he was happy he finally met somebody. I was like, oh boy, I hope this is not you just being lonely. Anyway, that aside, Tinder is something. But I went on this Tinder date with a guy and he was really sweet. Like I thought it went really well. We're texting afterwards. This is like two weeks after, like two weeks of us texting, maybe even a little less. He's telling me how, like, he's upset over his ex-girlfriend, and he was, like, talking to her still and, like, trying to comfort her. I'm sitting there, like... He's hitting you up, right? He's he's texting me about it. I'm like, um, I'm guessing that, like, you're not over her. Right. <laughs> Why are you telling me this? We literally went on a date. And, like, he was being sweet and everything before that, but I was like, hmm. <laughs> real big red flag there yeah another red flag for me is probably um you know i i if you are talking to somebody but like they're really trying to step into like the relationship game like way too quickly yeah i'm like, just like yo like slow the roll like i'm trying to actually get right. to know you like i was in a situation where like this person like wanted to you know do some stuff in in certain ways and like i had just met them and i was just like yo like chill like i literally just met you and if i'm like trying there's a there's a fine line and a difference between like all right i'm just trying to hook up with you and then there's a fine line of like okay like if we've been talking for a little bit and trying to like get to know each other then that's we're past like the one night ordeals so like i'm not just gonna come over and and bang you like so it was way it was way past the one night things plus i don't even like one night things because When I do that type of ordeal, it's more sentimental to me. So, again, I'm not going to do that when I first meet you either. So, like, I, I don't that, – that was a big kind of, oh, gosh, moment for me. I was just like, all right, yeah, I got to I gotta get out of this situation. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's so many different red flags. Everybody has their own sort of ordeals and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, another red flag for me is somebody that won't let me uh, – or that somebody that – makes me feel bad because like i'm really close with my family and they're not no that's not okay a big red flag for me too is um oh god i just lost it it was when they start asking you to spend more time with them or they start getting jealous of you hanging out with your friends yes when they are just like i feel like you're not hanging out with me enough or if they're jealous when they when you talk about like a guy friend like let's say you've been friends with a guy for like years and they're like well i don't think you should talk to them yeah like a friend of the opposite gender that's that's good yeah no i think a big red flag is somebody that's like taking your phone and like looking through it and stuff they don't and this is like in the talking phase this isn't even just the dating phase this can be in the talking phase like i'm sorry but like if you and i are just talking go talk to whoever you want to talk to just because you're talking to another dude doesn't mean and i'm gonna be like that. yeah doesn't mean i'm gonna think to myself oh well all right this this thing's over this girl's talking to this other dude like yeah i gotta kind of get out of it like no go talk to whoever you want to talk to we are literally in the talking phase no i've had i've i've had a guy once who was like oh who's so-and-so and i'm like uh who cares my friend yeah <laughs> so so crazy but um but yeah which which also like you know Red flags are very important because they basically make or break. Like, if you meet somebody for the first time, red flags make or break the relationship. They really do. But, um, you know, what about people 
deleting messages before they send Stop. them. Oh, that's literally me. That's me to a T. I am notorious for, like, I will type out, like, these cute messages, or I'll type out, like, these messages where it'll be, like, simple. It'll be something so simple. And then I'll sit there and I'll think, like, for five minutes, I'll be staring at this, like, typed out message. And I'll even cut and copy and paste it. Or, like, sometimes I'll put it in notes and draft it. Okay, I sound psychotic, but I promise I'm not psychotic. Do all girls do this? I don't know. I know... <laughs> I know when it's, like, a serious message. Like, my friends and I have all, like... We've, we've, we've used the notepad before. Where we sit there and type it out in notes. But this is, like, a serious, like, topic okay. that we're going to discuss with, like, a, a guy or something. Okay. But I will sit there in my messages and, like, craft. Like... This is like an essay as as if I'm in college trying to craft the best response possible and I'll delete it. Like I'll say something silly. Like I want to say something super silly to the person and then I sit there and I'm like, what if they don't get it? What if they think I'm stupid? So then I'll delete it. Or sometimes like I'll I'll want to be mushy or sometimes I'll <laughs> I want to bring up something like I'm wondering about and then I'll just be like can't do it and then i delete it and then it never is brought up yeah i watched this uh short film and it was actually this is a beautiful short film okay mm -hmm. it was about like a guy that was reminiscing on his past relationship and it was he, the the visuals like the the video was him kind of in his own mind and right. at the end of the video uh well during the video it talks about how like he misses his ex or whatever and it's actually funny because w towards the end of the video, it shows him at his computer typing out the entire thing that was basically being a voiceover for this entire B-roll. And then at the end of the video, he just deletes everything that he wrote. And I really, I felt that from like a huge, like deep level because like, think about that. Like how many times have you ever like seen somebody that like you used to talk to or something and you just like want to say something, but yeah. then you're just like, you know, I can't say that. Why would I want to say that? Or like, what, what if I do say that? Will the person like respond? How will they respond? I'm no, not going to lie. <clears throat> yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I, um, I looked over old messages with somebody. This was, you know, I a year that, or two though. ago. Yeah. And <clears throat> I read some messages that kind of hit me and I was like getting ready to like say something to them and then I deleted it and I was just like, I shouldn't say anything. It's just not, you, you know, worth it. You were going to send something recently? This was a, like a year ago or so. I was oh, looking okay. over messages that were from two years before that and I was like looking at them and I, it made me be like, it made me say to myself like, oh, I should probably, like, I should hit this person up because like I want to see how they're doing or like, you know, these messages are so warm and nice. Like this person you know really was a really nice person yeah but i ended up not saying anything because do you regret it no not at all i i think that when you look at messages and you see somebody showing you some type of affection and it was an affection that you really cared for mm -hmm. in the past then it's a different story like you know what i mean yeah but in this case I'm, I'm happy i didn't say anything there was no need to say anything and i've tried to say i actually you know i think it's important to realize that like hit the brakes like before you really send something that maybe you don't want to send yep. it'll just help you in the long run um but yeah have <laughs> have you ever had this happen to you where <laughs> somebody know. somebody asks you yo do you want to add me on snap and you say yes 
And so you snap them once, and then they don't respond to you? Actually, I've never had that. I, but... <laughs> I will have somebody who's like, at me on Snap, and I'll have them on Snap, and then... I'll respond, and then we'll just send pictures of our face back and forth, and then I just get bored. So then sometimes I won't respond, sometimes they won't respond, and then it's just, like, dead. But also, you know I am so bad with Snap. Now I've had it happen with text more, actually. Like, someone will be like, oh, here's my number, let's text, and then it's dead. It's, like, almost immediately dead, and I'm like, so what were you hoping to accomplish here? Yeah, I mean, so... (laughs) Recently, yeah, I'm curious about this one. With you. Recently, I had somebody. You live on the snaps. I do live on Snap. Snap is like my number one go-to, but like, I'll never, I can't stand when people are like, "Yo, like, add me on Snap," especially females. So I'll add them, and then we'll snap, and then they like won't respond. Like, why did you ad- ask me to add you in the first place if you're so bad at snapping? Well, that's or if you didn't want to snap in the first place. That's my thing. Like. If you're going to be the one who initiates it, why aren't you going to carry on with it? Also, important to know, Scott is, like, social media guru over here. So he's, like, Instagram, Snapchat, all that. I am, like, the grandma when it comes to that. So, like, (laughs) I'm probably using Facebook more than anything. And I'm super bad at texting, too. So, like, if you want to reach me, you might as well send, like, smoke signals. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, with me, like, Snapchat to me, it's easier to do... Um, if you're in, you know, a situation where you have to be quick, but you want to respond to the person, there's a lot of times where I won't text back and I'll snap back the person just because I'm either doing something that doesn't allow me to text. Sometimes I'll get in a mood where I'll just send voice messages because I don't even feel like typing stuff out. (laughs) But like, nah, Snapchat to me is like golden because like all you have to do is like you're still engaging in some sort of way to you know, interact with that person, but you don't have to type out messages. You don't have to ask a million questions. Um, And you can see if it's open or not. Yeah. Not everybody has red receipts on. Yeah, but I can't stand when people just leave me on open. Like, I asked this person uh, recently if I could add them on Snap. Just harmless. Like, I was just, like, talking to them. Like, we were, like, being friendly and stuff. Yeah. I added them on Snap and, like, (laughs) we snapped a few times and haven't snapped since because, like, I got left on open. And I'm just, like, Snapchat is an app where literally, like, all you have to do is snap back your picture. I'm not expecting you to put words in the snaps all the time. Yeah. I'm not expecting you to have a Honestly, conversation. Snapchat feels like you're just sending your face half the time. Right. I'm not expecting anybody to have a full-on conversation with me while sending pictures, even though it happens. But I'm not expecting that to freaking happen. So when that person did that to me, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, you fucking idiot. But... Nah, I just, you know, it's great. It's a great feeling when somebody's like, yo, like, add me on Snap. I'm like, fuck yeah, I get to see what this person looks like and, sh- and I stuff. I know, you can figure out if they're a catfish or not. Yeah, which brings me to my next <laughs> my next situation that oh, happened this week. God. Oh, my Were God. Were you catfish? Dude, do so... Do I need to call Neve? Yeah, yeah, you do. So, listen to this. So, like, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily catfished, but, like, I... About to start our next podcast. So, so yeah, somebody added me on snap randomly and i was okay, like all i've been right. getting those randoms too yeah but here's the thing their snap score was 100 so i knew i was like all right right away i was like all right this has got to be somebody that's a bot yeah they snapped me a picture of themselves and i was like okay can't be a bot if you're snapping me like young? a picture of yourself yeah they were pretty young to be honest with you there's so much technology out there though that like oh i know people could do people could 
find a way to figure out anything or do whatever they want. So this person starts snapping. We're snapping back and forth. And she's, like, asking me, like, you know, like, snap her, like, videos of, like, me so just kind of chilling. pictures of herself with Snap. Just twice. Okay. Just twice. With captions on them? Yes. Okay. But then when I was, like, she said, like, send a video of you, like, waving hi or something like that. So I, I did. It was kind of weird. And then I told her to do the same thing back. Wouldn't send me a video back. Yeah. I was, like, what in the f- so, like, I wouldn't say I was catfished, but I'm just, like, what? Why are you asking me to send a video of me waving hello? And then when I tell you to do the same thing, you don't do it back. I've been getting these random guys adding me. And they'll send, like, hey. And I'll respond, hey, because I'm curious. And then nothing. Nothing. And then... They're bots. It's creepy. I'm, like, snapped. What's going on? This is this is the best thing that happened to me. Oh, this happened yesterday. Can't wait for this. So, a random... Per- so, again, a bunch of randomness going on. This random girl hits me up on Facebook, and I'm not going to lie. I'm, like, an instigator slash entertainer, so I'm going to entertain the situation until, like, I'm just like, all right. So, like, that's what I did with this girl. I, I eventually unadded her on Snap. I remember the time we read the dance, and then someone called you on... Right, and I kept, oh, right, God, and I kept entertaining it, right? Yeah. So, this girl adds me on Facebook, and I'm, like, weirded out because Facebook, like, all right. She's in, like, a military uniform, so I was like, all right, like, this person... What? can't be fake at least i i thought and so she messages me she goes hey i just want to let you know like i was randomly like looking through my suggested friends and like you popped up and like you know what's what's good like where are you from all this stuff and i'm like talking i'm like entertaining the bot and uh (laughs) she's Mm -hmm. like oh i'm from you know frankfurt germany or whatever but i like moved uh to new york city because i'm like doing stuff with like the military and like stuff trying to keep a peace treaty between like the United States and Syria and like all this interesting stuff all this interesting stuff and I'm like and she's like our age it looked like it so I'm like looking at her friends they're all like letters symbols numbers all like Arabic names all in Arabic oh okay so I was like alright this is very interesting so I was like some hacker just wants to like entertain I've been me i Arab guys requesting me too we must be on like the same same wavelength or, or something. something I don't know what's going on here so I don't she, accept them though yeah so she chats me Normally, I don't either. So I was, like, really shocked at myself that I did this yesterday. But I accepted it. So, like, we're talking. She goes, you know, you're a really handsome guy. Like, all this stuff. Um, she was like, I just want to let... I, I was just curious. Like, are you married? Are you in a relationship? I literally chatted back. And I was just like, if I was married, why would I be talking to you right now? Like, obviously, people, obviously people do that in, when, in their marriages when they're, like, unhappy and stuff. But, like... I would never do that, one. And two, if I was married, would I be telling you, like, would I be talking to you? Like, what? It, makes it doesn't no, add up. It, it does not add up. And then it gets better. So then after all this occurs, she hits me back with another message saying that, like, I'm really cute and, like, all this stuff. Delete, unsends the message. I didn't send anything back right away because I, I was, like, eating dinner. I go back to look at my phone. Unsends all the messages. Blocks me. You can unsend them? Yeah, you can unsend messages, which is actually, like, the best thing ever uh, for people that are trying to send DMs. Just a little fun fact. If you want to send somebody a DM and then you're like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't have sent on the DM. i screenshot some of those because I have some golden DMs on Facebook. Yeah, well, for for DM, well, I think because she blocked me, the messages all deleted. But on Instagram, if you DM a girl on Instagram or you DM a guy on Instagram and then you're like, fuck, like, I shouldn't have done that. 
You can literally unsend it and like They'll you're golden. They'll never see it. They might get a notification saying that something was unsent, yeah. but like I don't know that for sure because I've never unsent that. anything. But yeah, I would rather that as well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, very interesting stories, very random um, with these with these women, dude. I I don't understand. And like like you said, like people of like different countries and stuff. It's it's just really amazing. We're all different. Yeah. So something else has also been recently going on. I've been seeing a lot of people that are my age, or our age, I should say, moving in together already. Oh, yeah. I have so many, I lose count. Like, I literally have pretty much my whole office at work has moved on with their significant other. But like, at 22? Not, not married. Uh, yeah. I'm going to three weddings, and they are currently all moved in together. And one person's 21, the other person's 24, and then the other person is 20, 23. Yup. <laughs> Do you think that you would be ready to move in with somebody right now? I am very strongly opinionated on this topic because, personally, I don't think I could. Like, I... I, I know I can't. You can? I can't. Oh, you can't? I know I can't. I don't think I could because, for me, I'm still old-fashioned in some ways where I'm like, I want to look forward to living with that person one day. But I want to enjoy my independence beforehand. And, like, the thing is, is I can see where people are coming from. Like, yes... It's more conducive to saving money. You can actually save up and combine your money to, like, you know, buy a townhome together. Like, financially, it makes sense. And then, obviously, like, you get to spend your time with them. But for me, it's like, I could spend my time, like, the rest of my life with them. So I'd rather have my place to go to, and then they have their place to go to, and then we can meet up and, like, date. And it's not so much of, like, we're already playing house together like, I know somebody that's in a relationship with, with somebody that they've been in a relationship for a year, okay? They're already engaged. They've been in a relationship for a year. They just met each oh other this God. year. They're engaged, and they're living together right now. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's literally the guy at work today. He moved in with this girl, like, I want to say three to four months after they met. Um, and they're, like, they're dating. And then proposed, like, month seven. And I'm just like... Oh, God. And by all means, like, I'm not judging anybody that does this, but what I'm saying is, is, like, as a 22-year-old and, like, almost 23-year-old, as well as you being 23 years old right now, yeah, I just feel like there's so much time to be able to, like, you have time to be able do, to get engaged and, like, move in together. Now, you know, if you've been together for, like, five years, you've been together since high school, you make sense. it through college, yes, it makes sense that you're living together, but... Meeting just a year ago, and, like, now you're already engaged, and now you're living together. Yeah. I just don't... I mean, again, financially, it makes sense. Um, For me, like you said, it's just not as exciting then when you finally get married. It's like, okay, we've been living together the whole time, but we're married now. Yeah, I just... I don't know. When I think about that, I'm just like, wow, would I really want to, like, live with a girlfriend? Like, if I were to have a girlfriend, would I want to live with my girlfriend right now? Like, I mean, it is nice, I guess, going home to somebody, cooking with somebody, living life with somebody. But I don't want that yet. Like, we're 22. I know. No, I know. That's... We can do that at 27, 28 years old. We don't know. 22. Okay. Well, that's why I'm, like, sitting here not rushing anything trying to enjoy life i need to know if other people agree i would love to hear feedback on this topic so if you if anybody listening could give me some feedback like freaking dm me on instagram or like snap me if you have my snapchat i really want to know people's opinions on this because when i hear about like a friend of mine that's engaged after only knowing somebody for one year i i 
I question that, that motive. That makes me anxious thinking about it. It doesn't even make me anxious. It's just like, why would you want to do that to yourself? You're basically taking away all your freedom. I know people have been dating for like five years and still aren't engaged. That's what I'm saying. Because they're playing the right way. They're, yeah. They are strategizing the right route. Yeah. Which also makes me ask this question. When... Have you ever been in a situation where, like, you are so excited to, like, tell your friends about, like, that person that you're talking to or, like, the person that you met? Yeah. And then they kind of are just, like, all right, like, you, this isn't going to work out or, like, this person is like this. It could be friends, family, any anybody. That basically kind of takes your excitement when you finally talk to somebody and it's just, like, yeah, like, you know, think about this, think about this, think about that. And, like, you're just like, wow, I really do have to think about this, think about that. And it just, like, it kind of just kills your excitement. I've had that. And even with the guy right now, like, my my best friend is brutally honest in a good way. Like, they do, they, she brings me down to uh, reality. And when I'm sitting there thinking, like, oh, this is great, this is going to happen. She does pop in, like, you know, you really got to think about the logistics like they want to do this and they might not be here and it helps and even um it helps but doesn't it it's kind it of discouraging in a it way. is discouraging but there's a difference and there's a fine line between bringing a person down and bringing them down to reality i think for me i've never had anyone bring me down but i've had people bring me down to reality and it, it is sad because I, I would love to live in a blissful world of, like, everything's going to work out perfect. But I also don't want to get hurt. You know, I think about it, though. Maybe it maybe every – I mean, like, I've had – I've never been down like you like you were – or like you said, sorry. Like you said. But, <laughs> like, I think that's a definitely good way to put it, kind of bring you back down to reality. Yeah. Seeing – it all goes about, like, the outside perspective stuff that we were talking about on the last episode. Like – Maybe that's really what it kind of is. Maybe it's discouraging because, like, you really want things to work out, but sometimes reality just kind of has to set in. And that's a sucky part. It's like you and I am somebody who will sit there and plan out the whole thing in my head. Like, what's going to happen next? Who's going to end up where? Like, everything's going to – like, it's my perfect fantasy of how everything's going to play out right. And then sometimes I need my – my friends, even my friends from work, like, I go on a walk with this one girl every day, and we talk about our boy issues, and she'll pull me back down, and, like, she'll say, look, you know, I've been through the same thing, you just gotta remember this, this, and this, like, you gotta remember that distance is hard, you gotta remember that this is hard. What about if you're in the situation or scenario where you like a guy, maybe this hasn't happened to you, but, like, they end up having a girlfriend that's not obviously you, and, like, your friend is just like, dude, it's never going to work because, like, they're in a relationship. Has that ever happened to you? So, n- I've never liked a guy who's been in a relationship, so no. But I know it's happened to you, right? Um, it it has, but not like that. I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't discouraged. I actually respected it because of how long the relationship was. Mm-hmm. Now, ex- <laughs> Respecting it went to a certain extent. Did it? <laughs> it did because we obviously ended up doing stuff together and talking for a short period of time. But at first, that wasn't my mindset. My mindset changed when this person pulled me in and started making out with me, and I was like, "Yo, like 
you sure you want to do that? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So, like, it's not that. It was right. more just like, okay, this person has a boyfriend. Oh, well. I'll just, you know, that sucks for me, but, like, it's not the end of the world. So it hasn't happened to me, but it's happened to me in some sort of way. But, um, no, nobody's ever been like, you know, Scott, like, you shouldn't be with this person. Um, maybe after I was already with the person, but not never before did I go up to somebody and was like, dude, I'm going to talk to this girl. And they've never been like, all right, bro, like, relax. Like, you know, she's this, she's that. And that's that goes, you know, into another thing, like. Do you let people dictate your opinions on on somebody? Like, will it ever kind of play in your mind? Like, okay, maybe this person, like, maybe there is something about this person that I don't know yet. Sometimes. Yeah. Because I am somebody who goes into something blindly. Like, I will sit there and ignore the warning signs, and I'll just be like, oh, things are great. So then I have to actually depend. Like, I feel like I'm going in blind. Like, I have the blinders on. And, like, my friends are on the other side saying, like, you got to watch out for this and you got to remember that. So then that's when I definitely need to rely on people to be like, you should probably watch out for that. I mean, granted, I probably won't listen. And then later on, I'll be like, oh, yeah, you were right. But I I do depend on them for some things. I was about to say, I, I definitely try not to rely on other people's opinions on people because, you know, with me, with me and you, let's just this is a good example. So, like, we work together over the summer. Anybody that worked with me the previous summer before you got there, since I had worked there a previous summer before you, could have been like, yo, Rachel, like, stop talking to Scott. Like, he's a fucking dick. Like, he sucks. Like, all this stuff. So, like, you know what I mean? Like, everybody's opinion. Yeah. No. I try not to let it shape my opinion of others. Oh, so, like, when I say opinions, I mean. you're. I know what you were talking about. Yeah. I know where you were getting at. But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, opinions on, like. No, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But, um... I, I mean, look, like, just because things didn't work out with somebody, there are so many people that will be like, oh, well, like, this guy's a dick or this guy's an asshole because it didn't work out with them and they're still yeah, bitter about it. Yeah, meant for somebody else. Right, but the other person that's telling you that doesn't see that necessarily. Yep. They kind of just are like, you know, fuck him or fuck her because... You're just like, all right, thanks. That yeah, really, really helps me out, right? But, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's definitely interesting how that works out sometimes, so... But once again, very nice episode, very nice topics. Uh, like I said, I really am curious about everybody's kind of move-in opinions as far as, like, how old you should be to move in with your significant other. Yeah. Um, whether you believe that you could do it, you know, within knowing the person of a year or, like, you know, if you, want to, if you would do it later down the road. I'm really curious. So if you could let me know how, how you feel about that, that would be great. But um, until next time. This is Scott. This is Rachel.